0: The question today is, um, are we light and energy? And so what I've studied, I was interested in that. Are we light and energy? I, you know, everybody's always saying I'm out of energy. Uh, I don't feel like I have any energy. So I started looking into that and, and uh, you know, the body's made up of uh, between 70 and hundred trillion cells. That's the human body. You have different types of cells. Um, some are skin cells, some are organ cells, some are, uh, you know, they're all put together in a different way. Um, and again, I'm not a uh, scientist or a doctor, but this is just my take on it. Uh, very simply put um, every second, a million of your cells die. And I have heard that every seven years, your body is renewed because your cells regenerate. And so that's quite the concept is that, you know, some of us don't feel new every seven years. I think in, in the, if you think about it logically, we should feel new again, but, but we don't. And that's just the way we've become to know what a human body is and what being a human is. And so we don't, Uh, Dwell too much on that, but it is taking place nevertheless and uh, our bodies are renewing and that's why we take care of our bodies the way we do and um, Some some better than others. uh, We could say just by outward looking into the world we can see that some uh, are fanatical about working out and keeping their skin tight and tone and, and bodies in perfect shape and others, uh, could really not really care about that. They're more interested in their, in their brain power and, um, you know, doing that kind of thing. So it's, it's all different. Every, every human being different in what they perceive as, uh, healthy. And, but the, the idea of having our bodies renew um was kind of uh, intriguing to me on you know if we have aches and pains and we want to fix that uh do we just sit it out and wait for it to fix or, or do we do something about it and uh kind of you know push it forward into uh, a repair process um the, the body's also consisting of uh, anywhere from 50 to 70% water. And I guess they have to give you that range because some people are more hydrated than others. And, um, you know, we can kind of see that. If I mean, if you have dry skin, if you have, uh, you know, chapped lips or whatever, you might not be as hydrated as the other person that drinks, you know, and we all see it. They, they carry those gallon jugs of water around them with them all day. and I guess they have to drink two or three of them a day. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. But um, but they keep their water intake high and that helps them function and keeps everything flowing and and everything kind of moving. And, I, you know, you've seen on YouTube, I'm sure everybody's seen the blood when it's uh, when it's well hydrated through the microscope. Uh, it, it flows pretty speedily through that little vein or that little, uh, you know, area it's flowing through and you can see it kind of going real, real fast. And then others who aren't hydrated very well, um, it's kind of slow and sluggish and, and, uh, not moving very fast. And that's when people I think feel like they have no energy because your power plant inside of you is not producing what it should be producing at the rate it should. And maybe that's because it's not getting, uh, the fuel for that. Um, so that's, that's my take on that. But, um, you know, we are, uh, like a machine, we are, our brain controls the impulses put down through our nerves and, uh, our muscles and everything to, to keep everything moving in the proper way. And, uh, so it sends an electrical impulse and, as you know as electricians know when you have electricity and water uh together that's usually not a good uh, uh a good combination it uh kind of brings havoc maybe and uh but in the human body which is put together by um a creative source that uh, put it together to where it would function properly has made all that happen in the in a tremendous way And so those electrical impulses are going through our bodies and you think about it, anytime you're tapping your foot, wiggling your toes, blinking your eyes, uh, moving your fingers to write, uh, moving your thumb to text on your phone, that is all an electrical impulse, uh, created from your brain down to that, uh, entity that, uh, it needs to make move. Now, our, our bodies are created, or not created, are uh, formed with cells. Cells are, and then cells are made of molecules, and molecules of atoms. So atoms are basically the the smallest portion um, of, let's say, I don't know, biological substance. I guess I'm not I'm not sure, but it's the smallest form, the atom. And um, if you think about it. Uh, Atoms are us, and but we see a form, and I, I always picture it as you know when you blow bubbles through uh, those little, I don't know those little things that you used to have when you were a kid, and you dip it in the in the bubble sauce and uh, pull it out, and you blow, and then all those bubbles come all out, and the dogs are trying to chase them, and the kids are chasing them, and everything. Well, they're all separate little bubbles. That's how I think of an atom as a little bubble. And but they're all separate when you blow them out into the air, but if they all came together and um, were together at a point, they would create a form of some sorts. It might be, you know, a round form. It might be almost a square form or a long tubular form, but they would create a form and our our atoms are tightly bunched together uh, in our bodies, creating all this as what we see as form as a human form. But in actuality, it creates matter. But from what I'm understanding is that it's just closely uh, put together, which meaning that it's not really solid. It's not really solid. It's just it's matter that's there that we perceive as solid. So that's a whole other concept to think about um, on if we're solid or not. But 99% of the human body is made up of atoms. And there's been a saying said I don't know who said it who who had the time to count or what mathematician figured it out, but it says there are more atoms in the human body than there are in stars in the entire universe. Um, that's a pretty profound statement. That's uh, I mean you look up at the sky and you see all those stars and you think no I'm just uh, I'm just a human, and you know that gets gets us to think about what we truly are and how extraordinary we are in everything that runs inside of us and how it it, it just happens. Some things just happen and some things you, you think to happen and then they do happen, but some are, are voluntary and involuntary is what I'm trying to say is that how the body works. Um, so the atoms create the matter that we see or the forms that we see every day as far as a human. Now, what I also learned is that these atoms, these, these little bubbles of form uh, emit a light and the light is a photon or a, some kind of a light. And through that light, um, if, you, if you think about it, everything has those cells on those atoms. So everything is emitting light. And there's been scientists that have put, and and this is on YouTube and everything, scientists that have uh, put things under under a certain microscope or a certain camera, let's say. And everything seems to emit this light or this, you know, some people call it an aura around something. So you see these pictures of leaves and then there's this little white aura around them or light. And that's called, uh, that's the photons or the light emitting from the atoms coming out of that and so humans produce that too so and the question was are we are we light and energy well i think we can all say that we are energy most definitely and that's how things work that's how the human body works we create we take in uh, fuel to create energy and that energy then is produced to make things function. So if you don't take in enough, you don't function as well or you feel sluggish. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see athletes, you know, they they have these uh, these diets that they're on and they take in a certain amount of carbohydrates and, you know, amino acids and all this stuff. And that helps their body perform at the at the level they want it to perform at. And then you have. Um, the narrative that we're told as just a regular uh, non-athlete human or whatever uh, we are to eat this certain pyramid of food and that makes us perform and gives us the energy to, um, you know, sit on the couch and watch the sports games, I guess. But uh, each time, you know, that we take in the fuel, it produces the, the, the energy to keep our body functioning and our organs doing what they need to do and our brain functioning and everything to be a human, a matter, a form here on earth. And you know, I've I've heard it said that the the resting human, a resting adult human, so let's picture someone sitting on a couch, they have the power equal to a 100-watt light bulb in them. And that's just the person person resting on the couch. I think if you were an athlete, you might be putting out 250 watts of power. So to, to know that we are a power generator, that we are a power source, um, is something to think about. And that when you feel sluggish, you feel powerless, uh, that you can change that. And you can change that by the fuel intake if you are thinking just um, how you want to produce, or by the power you want to ingest in your reading or your visual intake of learning, and that gives you power. Now, the the brain itself is like a twenty watt bulb, so that's a that's a pretty good size source of power there also, and. With all this power going on in our bodies, we we are told or we, you know, it's been told since we were babies when they took our temperature is that we need to be at 98.6 degrees. That's an average. So some people are warmer, some people are cooler, and but an average is 98.6 degrees, and yet we're burning at that. Our bodies are burning that. So, you know, we're burning. You hear people talk about being on a diet and they're burning fat. And they do a certain thing to burn fat and and uh, the carbohydrates and everything, but yet we don't we don't go around. There's nobody smoking, you know, when they're walking around. There's no smoke coming out of people's ears or, you know, everything because because it's all taken care of in in a most uh, tremendous way. Is that our bodies are are working the way they do? So with that, um, you know, the energy factor is that we are energy i am convinced that we are energy and we are energy making machine um, if you want to call us a machine but we do create energy and um, we can uh, think that and produce that on our own uh, by the fuel we take in um, and that creates the power that we have and that's physically now With getting back to how we, or the atoms, emit a light, and if we're a bunch of atoms together, that means we emit a light. Now, everything emits a light because it's full of the the atoms. Um, Everything's made up of that, which creates the matter that we see in front of us all day long. And so everything's creating a light, but we don't see this light because we're only of a certain. We can only see a certain. Um, what do they call it? A certain percentage or a certain section of the light uh, line that we know is there. And so we don't see that. But there, but there are some people. I can't say that not all of us, but all there are some people who can see this around people and uh, see the auras and see light. And an inter- interesting note is that. When you look at paintings and stuff of um, you know of uh, let's let's say of saints or of uh, Jesus or of uh, people of back in time, you see pictures of them and they all have this. They either have a halo around their head and a light, um, or they are standing and behind them is a is a round or a section and it's like a glowing light and. You know, start paying attention to that, because you'll see that a lot. And that is indicating to me that, um, back in the ancient times that people understood this light factor, that, that we emit a light. And if you think about it, when growing up, um, if you're brought up in any kind of a, of a Christian or religious atmosphere, they're always talking about light. Um, This little light of mine. Let it shine. Let it shine. There's a song about that that you teach your kids and um, Don't hide it under a bushel, you know this and that so if they're talking about this light What are we supposed to be? I mean if we're seeing pictures portrayed of light and uh, Behind someone or around their head and if you notice in some of the paintings some of the older paintings not everybody is fortunate enough to have a light around their head. So keep, keep that in mind too, when you look at that. So <clears throat> maybe they just aren't pushing out light or maybe they're hiding, hiding under a bushel, who knows. Anyways, but you know when we talk about light, that's what I want to get into is that, um, are we actually light bodies or inside, are we light and then we're covered By our skin, basically, and not portraying the light that we are. And so that is referenced a lot in uh, scripture and um, books that are on um, any type of uh, ancient cultures and, uh, you know, Buddhas or uh, Jesus or anybody that was of a biblical type uh master or a teacher or anything like that they're always kind of indicated that they have a light around them um or they're shedding light and or giving light and um i think that portrays to what what's inside of us and maybe what we truly are so um as we delve into that a little bit i have one thing here on my phone And it says, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So if this is indicating that God is light and we are, uh, if you take the religious narrative, in the beginning, God created us in his image and likeness. So. We're in his image and likeness at the beginning. So, this is the beginning. Now, whether you believe it's uh, 7,000 years ago or 200,000 years ago or whenever you think mankind started, that's not the question here. But when we started as a human, or basically a dweller on the earth here, and we are in the image of our creator, and he is portrayed as light, then maybe we were light beings at the beginning now if you take that concept we were light beings at the beginning and not knowing any different but then as narratives go and these are these are narratives that are in every culture doesn't have to be a christian culture doesn't have to be a buddhist culture it's in every culture there's a story about a fall of human consciousness, or um, what we would call, uh, or human basically, and their perception of what happened. Now, uh, some cultures talk about rainbow bodies and things like that, which is another way to say light. So they, you'll see, you'll see paintings and things like this with uh, uh, people sitting and there's a rainbow around them there's even pictures of people sitting on rainbows uh, to indicate the rainbow body or rainbow light um and when i first saw this i thought well that can't be that because we are understood to be a human and humans are of this form that we're all familiar with it be whatever color it is however long the hair is female or male and um And we are understanding that that's what we are. But in actuality, um, if we are these atoms that emit light and we're made up of all this, then we are light inside this skin that we're in. And it even says that, you know, the first people um, were basically a light body. And there was, I don't have it in front of me now, but I read that um, when they the first people now it can be, if you're of the Christian narrative, it would be an Adam and Eve. If you're a Buddhist, um, I I don't remember the actual names of them, but then there's, um, the Indian culture that has, uh, Shiva. And, um, I think it's Shiva. I'm not off the top, top of my head. I really, I really don't remember, but it's what I read. They have these and they, they all kind of, uh, kind of indicated that they were light beings. And then in the, if you take the narrative of the Christian aspect of everything, um, they were light bodies and they, and getting back to what I was gonna say is that when this author talked about uh, them being in this paradise that where they walked, and where they were, their bodies or their light bodies would uh, shed a light onto things around them. So I picture it as, you know, they're walking by some trees or flowers or something. And their their bodies are emitting this light, of pure light, because they're in the image of God. God is light, what I just read. And they're in the image of that. And so that would be uh, emitting a light. Now I heard one guy talk a while back on, um, on an interview and he was an author and, uh, they were just kind of interviewing about his book and they asked him, well, what, what is, you know, you've had a lot of things happen to you and a lot of, uh, amazing things, amazing miracle things. And he says, what's the most amazing thing that's ever happened to you? And I remember him thinking a little bit and he, I think he was kind of hesitant to say it, but then he said, you know, one night I was walking through the woods on a path. And as I was walking, I was noticing that there was like light on the trees, um, on each side of me. And it was dark though. And he said, he finally realized that that light was emitting from him and shining on the trees. And that was kind of a phenomenal, um, revelation. I mean, he, That's how he perceived it. That's how he saw it. And he said, that's one of the most wonderful things that's happened to him. And I thought that was kind of a a neat thing to to hear also. So if we were that, it doesn't say until like the, the, I don't remember what verse it was, but then God covered us with skin. Now, some people think that he killed an animal and covered Adam and Eve with the, a, a pelt or a skin of the animal to cover their private parts. Now I have to ask the, the questions that, Remember, I'm, th- these are questions I have. So I have to ask right at that point in time that never sat well with me and I have to ask, well, why would they think their private parts are bad? Why would they discover those? Um, they weren't doing anything bad. They weren't, uh, you know, like, Exploiting anything at that point in time. So why would that why would that narrative be the one that we follow? So I you know, it always struck me as kind of weird but uh, followed it and followed it for years Until I finally caught on to where a light body and and we're creating the image and God is light so it made sense then that God once once they uh, fell from um as far as the narrative goes, they fell from being perfect, let's say that God covered them with skin. Now if we take that point in time and, and again any any religion, any kind of a, a culture has a has a similar story it might not be exactly the same, but it's very similar that from that point on, I think us as humans, no matter what culture you're in, have been trying to get back to that light body. And that light body would help, would be us reaching our perfection again, our divineness that we were. And we're all trying to transform into our light again. And that's, you know, one of the things I see and I'm paying attention to is that a lot of misdirection, the misdirection, Uh, interpretation of what and who we are where we're going what we're supposed to be how we're supposed to conduct ourselves and really what we are so you know again God is portrayed as light and energy throughout when you're talking to him and nobody can see his face um, or they'll die and, uh, I think that's for a reason because they couldn't really write what he would look like because, you know, I've had, I've had conversations on asking what, what God looks like. Cause it's a question I had. And, you know, we see, we see portrayals of him and paintings as uh, a man sitting on a throne, a white haired man, um, maybe, you know, throwing lightning bolts down to the earth where they need to be thrown. And, uh, but, it, but in actuality, if you think about it, that is a like almost a Greek mythology type picture of Zeus. So everything's kind of interwoven and uh, connected to people's perception of what God is. Um, when, when we are a form, uh, we, we think that's the only thing there is in human. So then we automatically think that our God is that, is that human form. But then a conversation I had again is if he's sitting in this heaven on a throne, how can he be everywhere? Well, and they'll answer that and they'll give you a kind of a good explanation, but still it didn't it didn't sit well with me. But it does sit well when you think about him as being light and energy, which is all around us. It's all around us in what uh, some scientists called the ether around us. Um, there are, there is energy around us at all point in time, because everything has a positive and negative charge. So energy is around us all the time. And that would, you know, when people say they feel someone's energy when they walk by or, or they felt something, I think that's, that's what we're really talking about. And, and for the light to be in everybody, let's say in their, in their bodies. And he is light. Then he is everywhere. He's everywhere because he's in everybody. And that light can be strong, as we see. Some individuals are very charismatic people, and uh, people follow those people, and and um, you know uh, they're just larger than life people because they have a good energy about them. And then some aren't. I mean, that's just the way human nature is. Um, So again, you you know, you get into all this stuff about the light and then you have other things that are a little off topic here, but you have uh, therapy like light therapy. Now, if if we weren't light and we didn't respond to why would light therapy work on, on people? So you have light therapy that that works on people and and it's you can read a numerous amounts of books on the light therapy stuff and colors and what they mean and how they interact with the human body and all that and that might be another another question we have but there's also the main source of light that we know as humans as the Sun now today where I'm sitting right now it's a gloomy day Uh, it's uh, overcast and it's raining and but the majority of people that i know now that's just my little sphere of influence like the sunshine days and when the sun's shining people like to get out and do things they like to get out on a bike they like to get out on a walk they they are just full of energy and they want to soak it all in let's say now you have to ask yourself the the sunshine is a light a huge light in our sky and it gives us energy well but don't stare into the sun because you'll go blind and that's what it you know you always hear so people aren't going around staring into the sun let's say but they are out in the sun and it's hitting their bodies filling their bodies through their outside organ their biggest organ on the body is the skin and it's then filling their bodies with energy. Now you can debate that or not, but, uh, you know, I think that we do get energy from the sun, just as everything else on the face of the earth, plant wise and, and, uh, animal wise is that you get, they, that's how plants grow. That's how everything does. And even your, your new electronic vehicles, your electric vehicles, in order to get charged up, man, you have to have a solar-powered station there. And where is that energy coming from to power those cars? Well, obviously, it's from the sun. And so that's an energy source. So this energy source, the sun, gives energy to the trees. Now, what's interesting here, and, and you, you we've all learned this in, like, fifth-grade science classes, that the tree breathes out oxygen and breathes in co2 which is carbon dioxide now the human breathes in oxygen and breathes out co2 so i think we have a relationship with the tree that it's a give and take that they are helping us we are helping them um, And so that's kind of something to think about, too, is that, again, made out of cells, tree, human, um, atoms, breathing in and out, a living, breathing matter, if you want to call it matter, and it's helping each other, we're helping each other live. Um. So I would say we're connected in that way, that, that, that power, that source of power is there. And that was created, um, for a reason, let's say by the creator of the heavens and the earth and uh, all the worlds out there. Um, another interesting thing is that the word human consists of, if you break it in half, you got a hue and you got a man. So human. I don't know who came up with the word human, um, but it's kind of interesting how it's put together and maybe thought of. But hue can be thought of as color, light, rainbow, uh, chakra system, halo. Uh, sometimes it's talked about as the maybe the uh, morning star, which is interesting. Um, the, the, the hue is the lightiness. And you know, some of us share that light. So we've got the hue, which is more of a, uh, you know, we're made up of a light frequency of a color of a light. And then the man is the matter, the form that we see the manifestation of form. And it said that, you know, maybe God came down in, in, uh, form of man. So he manifested into the form of man and, uh, walked the earth with us as a human. Um, Again, these are atoms tight together to create this matter or form, but emitting this light and energy that we see in the, I don't know, in the, in the YouTubes of the scientists uh, looking at things under a, a camera, a special camera where things emit light. So with that, you've got Hugh, man. So light. Manifesting is what a human is, human. So we are light and we are manifesting into what we are, what we're told we're, what we are. It's kind of hard to think about us that way when we see, uh, us how we are, but there is another, um, saying here that, uh, I was looking for that if your eye be single what is that where is it here oh the light of the body is the eye it didn't say eyes it said the eye the light of the body is the eye therefore when thine eye is single thy whole body also is full of light so that's another thing that's another question i have that we might get into later but If your eye is single, you're full of light. So it's constantly talking about this light thing. And um, I think that we are, to answer my question, I think, and there's probably further study on all this, because I've read many books on, on different aspects or different perceptions of this, but that we are light and energy as a human.